Disruption. It's a byword in fintech. Societal impact. It's often seen as a byproduct in banking. But when disruption comes in the form of societal impact, look out. Major changes are in the making. But who, if anyone, is leading the charge into this uncharted territory? Today, we'll talk with one clear pioneer and the winner of two BAI Global Innovation Awards, Balaz Namathy of Takanu. Welcome to BAI Banking Strategies, where each week we'll focus on the key issues facing financial services leaders. We'll bring you objective opinions and actionable insights that will help you power smart decisions. I'm your host, Lou Carloso, the managing editor of BAI. Come on in. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. Great to have you here with us. And with the two-time BAI Global Innovation Awards winner on the podcast, we figured it's the ideal time to announce that nominations are now open for the 2018 BAI Global Innovation Awards. Nominate a company that you've seen do outstanding work. And yes, you can nominate your own company. Deadline for nominations is April 13th. Visit BAI.org slash Global Innovations to find out more. And today on the program, Balaz Namathy, and what a story here. This is one of the most incredible bios we've ever read on the podcast. Balaz, at age 28, is the CEO of Takanu and an invited expert for the World Economic Forum's Digital Identity Task Force and has been in the digital identity space for more than two years. Takanu uses a blockchain-based system that lets users control their identities and data as they manage their finances. It was an idea born out of Namathy's concern for refugee populations in Europe, and clearly an idea whose time has come. Balaz, great to have you here on the podcast today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Takanu has this incredible history, and the Genesis moment came not when you were studying banking, but architecture. And as a native of Hungary, you went to Norway. Take the story from there and help us understand how Takanu got started. At the time I was living up in Norway and moved away from Hungary as a recent immigrant, my country actually built a fence against the incoming newcomers. And I was the Hungarian friend of all my Norwegian friends. So everyone was asking me of like, what's happening? What's going on there? And it just became clear that I would love to do something in regards to the issue to actually help newcomers somewhat ease their problems. And as a recent immigrant in a new country, I faced the problem of opening a bank account. When I was a white European with a job in the country, it was still complicated to open an account. And it occurred to me how complicated it could be for someone with none of these benefits in a society where it's basically cashless. So after some thinking and conversations with a bunch of friends, it just became clear that this is something I would like to work on and solve. And so Takanu started to emerge from nothing. How important was it for you and for fintechs in general to find that pain point and start working on it? It was extremely important to find something I can actually get interested in. And looking back, it was very well timed to talk about this topic because at the time there was no other organization focusing on the topic. FinTech all across Europe was extremely in the beginning of this huge growth that it went through 
the last two years. And it just really made sense to actually be in that space. It was just an incredible journey at the beginning to see how quickly things can evolve and start to turn into something more tangible. And really, blockchain made that possible. It is amazing to me how many people in financial services don't understand blockchain or how it works. How did blockchain play a role in building Takanu? Blockchain is a technology and also like a mindset. And if we can look at it as the tool for create very high levels of transparency and anonymity, I think everyone can have a better understanding how blockchain can work. And then there is a tool set, which is the actual technology that can drive this. So we definitely started to work with blockchain before this ICO craze as of last year. So we are soon becoming an old participant in the sphere because we are working on it more than a year. <laughs> a year, that's really old. And essentially for us, blockchain plays a role in the part of the identity side of the project, which is actually at the moment our main focus. It's very simple and it comes from where we started, how a system could help refugees. But essentially, we all know the problem that countries are not always very easily sharing information about people they are either supporting or not supporting about people in their country. So for us, it was clear that there should be a system which is not country support specific, but actually every country have the ability to accept it and use it. And we knew about blockchain. It started to make sense that the technology behind Bitcoin actually could be used to create such a system which is decentralized. Therefore, actually, no one really owns it. It's just a protocol that runs with the use of the Internet. And therefore, everyone has a more potential openness. Of course, there are the great opportunities that blockchain offers. We can create immutable systems. We can create high levels of security. But for us, this decentralized notion was very important. So it's not only that the governments can decide to share it or not, but someone moving from one country to another can bring it. Why is identity so important in terms of your forward path right now? Identity is specifically important because there is 1.1 billion people who have no formal identities and there is roughly 2 billion people who don't have access to finance. And there is a huge overlay between these people. And apart from that, actually identity is everywhere. Most especially in your digital life. So anything you use, a password is actually considered an identity. Accessing your government portals is an identity. Accessing your bank account is an identity. And all these identities are creating very siloed data systems where the company where you created this specific identity will have information about you, on you, and whatever you created on their platform and the analyzed version of it. The good and the bad thing with it is that you are the product of their service and that's why you can receive it for free. So where identity matters, that you can know actually what data is stored about you, you can actually revoke access from the organization. That organization should forget everything about you. With all these exciting developments at Takanu going on, some you can't talk about, there is one you can talk about. What exactly is going on that you want to share with our audience today? What I can start to talk about is that Tecano is going to do an initial coin offering, essentially an initial token sale, where we will be working out the details of how to help 
this identity system that we are working on to go and become a decentralized system. So essentially anyone is interested in participating or helping us to set up this framework, we are more than welcome to find us through our website and just ask questions and we'll do our best to reply on time. The Global Innovation Awards are a big deal here at BAI. You doubled down. You won two Global Innovation Awards and there was a particular focus there on disruptive innovation and societal and community impact. What have the awards meant to you in the time since then in terms of, for example, raising your profile? It was a big deal for us as well. We got a lot of support in relation to those awards and mostly those people in the U.S. who have, of course, some financial knowledge or been working in a financial industry. It was just really good to actually get it back that, wow, you won it. That's amazingly good. Like, congratulations. But interesting enough, there is another German company, Fedor, that won one of these awards two years ago. And it was just really great that one of Fedor's employees reached out to us to tell us that, oh, guys, you're amazing. Like, you're just a small company and you won this award. It is not just a really nice cup, but it's actually like very valuable in terms of moving forward and not just for the moment of being on the stage and being able to say some words, but really in the day-to-day life of the company, it created an impact that we can achieve things a little bit easier, which in our stage is very, very important and very welcomed. It's at the point where in so many institutions, innovation has been watered down to be an almost meaningless word, yet you've embodied that concept. What does innovation mean to you in 2018 and going forward from there? That's a good question. I would say it's something to be on the top of information and understanding what's happening and boiling it down to what matters actually to us. We are receiving many questions in regards, let's say, to competition, to companies doing something similar. And it's somewhat innovation for us to actually say that in some cases we don't care because we are on track of doing what we believe is the best and we will prove that it is actually the best. However, if we would be like tied down to follow competitors, that would just slow us down and make us a lot more anxious. We have the ability to change things fairly quickly so that if something very important that we might have been struggling with comes out as a technology piece or information or an opportunity to go with, we will go with it. And it might change, of course, not overnight, but the roadmap to the product portfolio, because it's just something that can really affect us to a positive way. And yet we are still a very small company. So for us, changing things is fairly easy. But innovation for us is really being on top of the information and use it according to our needs. A small company, but with big plans and already a sizable impact. Balaz, what a privilege to have you on the podcast today. So grateful that you dialed in from Europe today. Well, it's my pleasure. And I hope I really can encourage some people listening to the podcast to do something great. Balaz Namathy is the CEO at Takanu. He's based in Berlin, Germany. Be sure to look for Balaz on LinkedIn. And here are three key takeaways from today's podcast. Number one, it's not just important to identify a pain point in financial services today. It's extremely important. Yet it goes beyond that. 
pain point must meet the passion of the founder or the progenitor of the idea. In Takanu's case, that passion, that pain point, revolved around a societal impact. Number two, blockchain is a technology, but more importantly, it's a mindset and one that can be used to create high levels of transparency and positive anonymity for its users. That positiveness comes from the fact that it guarantees security, especially when it comes to data and transactions. And number three, putting meat on the bones of that term known as innovation revolves around several key bullet points. Stay on top of the information around you, understand what matters, and separate the chatter from the goals. Pay less attention to what your competitors are doing and more to the vision you have, the change you seek, and the products that you offer. And ultimately, how all of those things tie together to create your own unique version of innovation made tangible, visible, and profitable. BAI's Loan Review Certificate Program helps you gain the skills and expertise to make smart business decisions as you manage your organization's credit and loan portfolios. Save $200 when you register for our April course by March 15th. Use the code L20. Learn more at BAI.org seminars. And now BAI Banking Strategies brings you the aha moment where our podcast guest shines a light on that point in time where realization, revelation, or exploration made all the difference in their financial services career. Entrepreneurship is often invoked as a fuzzy concept around a wild idea or a wild personality, but it's also a way of life that one young person can embody pretty much at any time in this digital world. Here, Balaz Namathy talks about how, during his college years, he embarked on a path to entrepreneurship. It changed his life and is already changing the world around him. I did an exchange to the best engineering school in Delft. And basically, my eyes just opened when I was able to do entrepreneurship classes for credits and talk with entrepreneurs who actually achieved a lot. And they were coming back to the university, helping students to get better while actually living with Dutch students and really being exposed to a very Western life coming from Eastern Europe. It was such a changing moment and basically an entire year that since then, I really see the world very differently and act very differently because I learned to see things just from a very different angle. And I'm just embracing that time over and over again. And don't forget, we are now accepting your nominations for the 2018 BAI Global Innovation Awards. Nominate a company that you've seen do outstanding work in financial services. And yes, you can nominate your own company as an innovator. Deadline for nominations is April 13th. Visit BAI.org slash global innovations to find out more. Thanks for tuning into our podcast, and 2018 is a great time to do a number of things through BAI.org. First of all, if you haven't done so, subscribe to our daily newsletter. It's free to sign up. And be sure to check out our ever-growing archive of podcasts. Also, be sure to check us out on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter to stay up to date on BAI's latest and greatest. We also want to thank you for joining us this season 
Season 7 kicks off in mid-March when our guests include Lamia Pardo of the fintech Pangea Money Transfer, David Bryan, the self-described breaker of things for IBM, and Zach Gibson of USAA. Don't miss it. You can catch me on LinkedIn. Be sure to connect. I'm Lou Carloso, the managing editor at BAI. We'll see you soon. So long.